Hello, hello. This is Daniel Gregory. I'm your host of the Perceptive Photographer Podcast. You are tuning in to the 288th episode of the podcast. Can't believe we're at week 288. That seems like just yesterday that got started. But when you look at the calendar, that's like five and a half years ago. So crazy amount of time on the old podcast. Thanks again for listening. I know you've got a lot of podcast choices out there. So I appreciate you listening and tuning in. This week's podcast is proudly brought to you by me, don't forget, I have a couple of spots left in one of my workshops on the developing image. So if you're learning, wanting to get a better handle on how to edit your images so they can really get to achieve the impact and the vision you want for your photography, go ahead and head up to my website, danieljgravy.com. Under the workshops tab, you'll find an opportunity to register for that. Love to see you in that workshop. Remember, that's a long format, six-month extended workshop. So we meet every couple of weeks online via Zoom, and you'll learn everything you want to know about Photoshop and Lightroom to edit your photographs. So... Thanks for this week's sponsor, me, for hosting and sponsoring the podcast. I recently started doing something, and I'll talk about that in a second, but it gave me the day's topic for our podcast this week. And I know for a lot of us stuck at home in our quarantine, stuck at, stuck at, stuck at home, stocking up at home, stuck at home during the pandemic has made it a little challenging. And so one of the things that I, I recognize, like I said, I made a small change and that that became the topic for today, which were kind of some small changes that happened during the lockdown that have really had a... I would say, I don't know about the long-term impact, but at least in this short term, they've had a pretty significant impact on some of the ways I approach my photography, approach the things I'm doing, the things I'm working on. And I want to share those with you today because I think they might help you because they're a couple of them are really easy, a couple are really simple. Some of you are probably already doing them, but I just want to talk about them because what I have found is as the months went on, I kind of found there was this excitement. I got to stay home. I got to clean the studio. I had a lot of time to work on things, but as this pandemic has kind of drawn along, you know, the way Lori and I have decided to handle things is we stay close to home. We haven't traveled, which just was really hard for us because we do a lot of traveling. A lot of my photography is actually not necessarily local. It's not super far away, but it requires a certain amount of travel. And with the way our lives are and the family members and friends we take care of, we just have made the decision not to travel a lot. So as this has kind of drawn on, it's been a reset of a lot of expectations and a lot of way we would spend our time. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about how that's how that approach has worked and a couple of things I've, I've picked up to do that. The first is a friend of mine gave me a tip. We were talking about just trying to get through the day when it seems like Groundhog Day and how are you accomplishing things? How are you getting things done? And I have a friend who makes a to-do list. You make the list, you work the list, that gives you the sense of purpose for the day. And I have another friend who really talks about just this kind of more ethereal, existential quality of being. And that's one of the things I've realized is that when we focus on what's going on, there's a difference between the things we do and the things we want to be. And so if we want to be creative, coming up with a to-do list of things I'm going to do to be creative today is going to be a challenge because it becomes easy to feel like that's monotonous. Like I did this yesterday and I don't feel like I was creative. I felt like I did this the day before and I wasn't creative or I did this and didn't feel like I got any good photographs. And so breaking apart the difference between the things you need to do every day and the things you want to aspire to be, don't convolute those into the same list. They're two different things. One is a accomplishment of a known task, and the other one is kind of more of a way of approaching and a way of thinking about who you are as a creative person and as a creative practice. That creative process can be a challenge because it doesn't necessarily have a to-do list. It's a much more meandering path. And so I think if you can break those things apart and make sure that you're not obsessively focusing on the wrong things, the state of being of who you are is how you approach and present yourself every day versus the things you're ticking off to your list. So if you want to be more creative, 
the things that make you feel more creative. Maybe that's burning candles for some of you, lighting candles. Maybe that's incense. Maybe that's reading a certain book or maybe it's a walk in nature before you start photographing. Whatever it is, make sure you focus on the things that make you feel creative, not as a task to do, but as a sense of being and the sense of purpose. The second thing is that I've kind of learned as a small thing in the last, you know, during the quarantine and lockdown is organization really matters. And so I have a habit of when things get hectic and things get crazy, I just kind of come in and I throw things onto the work table and then more things onto the work table. And eventually I can't find anything on the work table. And so getting organized to a level that allows you to be proficient. I've talked about organizing in Lightroom and organizing your photographs and organizing your compositions and a lot of different areas like that. But an organizational system that works, that's easy, I think is important because like I said, when the days drag and when they run into another one another and it becomes easy to have them step on to each other, the idea of like, oh, well, I've got plenty of time to work on that tomorrow or I'm not busy tomorrow because I wasn't that busy today. So I'll just, I'm tired. I'll leave this stuff out. It won't be a big deal. I've got plenty of time to put it away tomorrow. Because those days start to run into one another, it becomes easy to slide on that organization. So making sure you've got a simple organizational system that you can use every day. Maybe it's just that the last thing you do at the end of the day, part of that to-do list of items to focus on that aren't making you creative, but maybe it's just to put your pencils away that are on your desk, or maybe it's to make sure that your laptop gets rebooted, or maybe it's to make sure your phone's on the charger, just small little things so that you know where things are, not huge organizations, so you're not having to feel like these there's these grand tasks to do. Because when the days run into each other, it becomes really easy for things to start to feel like you're doing the same thing over and over again. And sometimes things seem insurmountable, and it's going to be a week worth of work to get reorganized, where a little bit of organization along the way matters. And of course, there's organization in your digital life as well. But I think for the physical aspect of staying organized, I think that's a way to, to help you deal with some of the, the things that have happened. And I know for me, that small little change of making sure that all the labels are on all of the bins in the studio. So I know it's in every Rubbermaid bin on the shelf and making sure that all the paper is properly labeled for the printers and grouped together. So all the matte papers together, the glossy papers together has really made a difference in kind of that approach to making sure that every day is feeling like there's an opportunity to be productive and, and enjoy what I'm doing there. The next one is it's, you know, small shots matter. And so for me, like one of the things about photography is a lot of, one of the things I enjoy, like I said, is travel. And it's a chance to go do something big, to go to a place. And so whether it's out to the Palouse or over to the rainforest, or maybe down to the Mount Rainier or somewhere into Oregon, California, to go somewhere as a destination. So there's this grand adventure that awaits the photography. But I think there's something about small shots matter. So even if it's just to go out and photograph sunset, so you leave your house, an hour before sunset and you just go down to the, the local park, the beach, wherever it is, and you just take a photograph of sunset. And then you come home. You don't stay out till midnight to also throwing on astrophotography and making a whole day of it, a whole event of it. But little things matter. You know, having the camera sitting there on the kitchen table so when the light comes through the blinds and kind of strikes in a really interesting way across the floor, maybe you photograph that. Those little shots are important. Small little things where you get to realize that, wow, I'm actually still making photographs, I'm making interesting photographs, and I'm not having to make a grand gesture to do it, I think are important. And for a lot of people, like there's a little park here I like to photograph at, so I don't have to travel far. It's an opportunity, though, to go and photograph. So even if you're used to making some bigger trips, bigger things, those are, I think, an opportunity to refocus on those little small changes of just making a photograph is important. I know for me, a lot of like, I used to go to the city because I used to teach in purpose, in person. 
to get to do some street photography was always something that was interesting to me to walk around and shoot the street, shoot the people on the street. And that opportunity doesn't present itself hardly at all anymore. And so to have the notion that other things can be photographed, other things can be quickly photographed just by walking by and walking around, taking the camera on a walk, even though I may not see what our walk where I normally would, there's an opportunity to make some kind of interesting photograph there. The next one is that playing really matters. I think that's one of the other things is that this, the monotony of every day sort of running together on top of itself, it becomes easy for things just to feel like it's the same thing over and over again. And it becomes easy to not enjoy the things we're doing. And that includes your photography. That includes editing and printing and all the things that normally would bring us a lot of joy because there's just a, a lack of, of opportunity for them to be the way we think they should be. So one of the things I think is important there is play, returning to a sense of joy in the things you do. And so finding that ability to return to what really gives you something fun in life. So maybe it's not even going to start in your photography. You know, maybe it's something like you enjoy, you know, watching funny movies, or maybe you enjoy putting a puzzle together, or maybe you find a lot of plays actually going to the park and swinging or something that involves some way of elevating the sense of what you're doing in life to play. So it becomes fun again. So your life becomes something somewhat more enjoyable in that regard. And so for me, I know like having a, a seven month old puppy and having my seven year old dog, getting to play with the dogs always makes me feel like I've got a sense of play just because of the energy they put into the room and the energy they have in the space. For me, a lot of times just getting a chance to sit down and play with the dogs, whether it's roll a ball around or chase them around the yard or whatever it is, just that sense of play has brought a sense of energy, brought a sense of shift in my approach to my work when I actually sit down at the desk to actually accomplish something. The last thing, this, this little change is an odd one because I didn't realize the impact of it, but I had this idea that when I came into the studio, one of the things I found myself doing was kind of floundering around a bit. Like I'd sit down and I'd look at social media and then I'd clean a little bit and then I'd move things around on the desk. And as my old boss would say, I was rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. So the iceberg's doom is pending and I'm rearranging deck chairs. So that's kind of how it felt. And I realized, and part of that is because of this monotony of every day and, you know, not taking a weekend off. It was a little bit of work on Monday, a little bit of work on Saturday, a little bit of work on Tuesday. Every day was a little bit of work. So instead of trying to consolidate it down to where I had time on the weekends to do other things, everything just kind of mushed together in a certain day. So one of the things I realized is I needed something that kind of set my mentality that this is work time. This is a, I'm coming in and I'm setting myself up to accomplish what I want that day from my actual job as a photographer and as a photo educator. So whether it's recording a class, editing photographs, printing photographs, printing for clients, no matter what it is, I needed something to kind of make sure that when I came in, I could with purpose sit down. So I bought a an apron. So mine's actually like a kind of woodworking leather type apron. So when I come into the studio and I'm coming into work, I put that apron on and it's made a huge cha change in my approach to my work because when that apron's on, it's because there's a purpose. The apron tells me that I'm here to work. I'm not in here to kind of piddle around. I'm not in here to waste time. I'm not in here to try to figure out what I want to do. I'm here to actually work on the things that I need to get done. So the sense of, I want to be creative, those things I talked about earlier on, you know, this is the kind of the thing that says, I've got myself in a creative space. I'm ready to actually get some work done. And now I need to stay focused on that. So not even necessarily a to-do list, but when I sit down and I'm going to be printing for a client, I'm going to print for the client. I'm going to work on my own images. I'm going to 
download and process all the photographs. I'm going to clean the equipment. I'm going to print in the darkroom. Doesn't matter what it is. That apron tells me that this is time for me to stay focused on what I'm working on. And that has been a really surprising change for me. It's been one of the most interesting changes because when I come in and don't put that apron on, there is a difference in my mental state as I'm working. I can find myself to be a little bit more easily distracted. There's just something about the physical act of putting on that apron and having the apron. Now, there's huge tactical benefits to it. Pens and papers and little things and cat lens caps when I'm cleaning things, they all have pockets now that things can go in. So that's a wonderful, like, just to carry around stuff to be working. But at the same time, it's that mental shift that comes from that. So those are kind of five different little things that I hope you can think about as small little changes that at least I've noticed in my own behavior during the the pandemic lockdown quarantine shift that is is happening and one of the other things that I've really grown to consider and grown to think about is that you know people keep talking about returning to normal and I don't know if we're ever going to return to what was ever normal because as time fades you don't even remember what normal was so one of the things about recognizing the small changes to the benefit there's been not just everything's been necessarily bad there's things you've probably acquired, things you've been doing, things you've picked up as habits along the way that are better. So even if the world does change in a different way than what we're going through now, it won't be what it was before. So being able to recognize the value of some of these habits that are going to carry forward into whatever the world offers us up next will be an interesting opportunity for you to bring the best of what you've learned from this. So I know for me, these five things aren't things that are going away if all of a sudden magically a vaccine was developed and I could travel wherever I wanted. These are things that are going to stick with me and allow me to continue to be a better creative person and a more creative individual. And also, in some ways, help me stay more focused on getting my work done. I hope that you can, uh, I don't know, maybe go buy an apron, see if that works for you. Uh, and not only that, keeps you clean too. So if you're a messy person, nothing wrong with having an apron on. I hope you can try a couple of these things out. Think about the small little changes you've made and maybe document and talk about those. You'd be surprised how many people are making small little changes that you can pick up things from. Like I said, my to-do list or focus on what you want to be versus what you're doing, I think is something that some, a couple of my friends gave me, which is an interesting opportunity. So make sure you take a look at those. I hope you're safe. I hope you, your family, your friends, and your loved ones are all safe. Please make sure you mask up when you head out and keep everybody safe. We'll all get through this as quick as we can, but making sure we take care of everybody in our community would be great. Thanks so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. Don't forget to check out the workshop if you're interested in getting better at developing and editing your photographs. And I will see you next time.